0: This is Corey Willis with PVI and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the number one diesel truck podcast on iTunes. And we ask you guys all the time to give us questions and feedback and things like that. And this is where this episode came from. So Steve is our guest today. He's going to be talking to us about his 95.73 power stroke and how he's turned it into this nasty come and swapped truck that's on a quest for a nine second pass. And we love these episodes because there's so much feedback, so many messages we get from you guys where you have this vision of a truck build and you're trying to think how to do it, but you don't have the resources or know where to find the resources or there's questions that you have and you're struggling with where to find the answers and a build like this, Kind of brings that all together, and we're going to go through. You know, where do you find the information on the fuel? What kind of turbo setup should you should should you match with it? What about the transmission? Um, What do you need to make a nine second pass? And going through that whole process, putting together a game plan. So we know you guys are going to love this episode. Before we get to it, though, we want to thank two of our sponsors who help make episodes like this one possible. And on this podcast, you're going to be hearing a lot about air and fuel, and. Dan's Diesel Performance is the official drop-in turbo of the Diesel Podcast. And those guys have a complete lineup of drop-in replacement turbos for your Duramax, Cummins, or Stroke. And these things, if you're looking to make more power drop your EGTs, looking for something better than stock, you got to go to DansDieselPerformance.com. Check out what they have. If you have any questions, just give them a call. There's a great crew there, very experienced. They can answer any questions you might have. Make sure you get the right turbo for your application and make sure the truck's running better. And then also on the fuel side, Fleece Performance is the official lift pump of the Diesel Podcast. And we've had uh, Braden and Chase Fleece on to tell us about their lift pump. It's a drop-in lift pump, so the install's super easy. It's got a lifetime warranty. They made it the most friendly install upgraded lift pump that you can get on the market. Make sure you go to fleeceperformance.com, check it out. If you're just getting into Diesel Performance, Upgrading the fuel system is going to be one of the first things you do to make sure you get plenty of fuel from the tank to the injection pump and fleece has you covered. All right, let's get to the podcast with Steve talking about his 95.73 power stroke that has turned into a nasty come and swapped truck on a quest for a nine second pass. Steve, it is fantastic to have you on the diesel podcast today. It was really cool when you, you messaged into us and like, hey, I got this really cool build, check it out. And I, I went onto your Instagram page and I'm like, we need to talk about this Ford OBS with what looks like a nasty common rail in it. And it's it's going to be cool to chat with you about the build.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me.
0: Tell us a bit about the truck, what year it is, when you got it, kind of how life started with with that truck.
1: So I bought the truck in about 2010. Um Probably when I was 18 I had bought my my first 73 extended cab it was love of my life at the time it, it's all I I wanted and I had it for about 8 9 months we actually had a house fire and it took that truck from me so I was pretty well heartbroken at that point um, so I was searching on Craigslist I really needed something fast I needed to get back on the road for work and something reliable and i kept coming across this 95 is a silver and purple truck i'm like ah you know i'm 19 20 years old you know who wants a purple truck <laughs> so i i just kept coming across the ad i'm like no no it's not what i want it's not exactly what i want and you know probably after about two three weeks of searching i was like you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look at it so i was in massachusetts at the time and the truck was located in cape cod and notoriously You know, the East Coast can be quite crusty on vehicles, a little rough on especially in Cape Cod, the salty wind and all that fun stuff. Um, But to my surprise, it was actually perfect. It was just what I was looking for. I was like, you know what, maybe I'll paint it black one day, whatever, but, you know, I'll deal with it. Um, Man, about a week after having that thing, heads were turning, people were loving it, commenting on it, whatever, and it just, it grew. So, I mean, when I first got it, it had super basic mods. It was just a a ZF5 truck. It was a four wheel drive, you know, twin traction beam front end, 250 Rosewood stage ones. And when I first got it, like, wow, this thing's a rocket ship. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that, that was probably, you know, 280, 320 horse, somewhere's around there. And it didn't take long before I started playing with it. You know, I first moved up to stage twos and now I was making my own fuel system. I bought my first turbo and s 471 from Irate diesel when they were getting going. And I was probably around 400 horse, four and a quarter. And I started getting into hybrids. I'm like, wow. This is getting great and great and great. So <laughs> literally about for the first four years of the truck, which is kind of cool about it is I went up about a hundred horsepower every year. And, the mods that followed it and you know it went from you know i was was obsessed with the local dino shows that they were having yearly or whatever was around drag racing so i was you know every dino show I i would plan on like a yearly build of some sort going from bigger and bigger and bigger hybrids and bigger turbos and where it went from there but Um, I ended up getting the truck to about 620 horse uh, on fuel. Um, I was at a show in uh, Tennessee called the 7.3 Jamboree. Uh, At the time, it was an invite type of deal for the tight-knit 7.3 community, and we just had a blast. And, you know, it was sled pulling and dirt drag racing, um, eighth-mile track, um, and just kind of hanging out with some dynoing. and. Uh, I started playing with nitrous a little bit there, and I got the truck up to about seven hundred horse and I was like man this this thing is a blast. I was having a really good time because I had recently just finished swapping the z f five out to O'Brien's uh, truck shop e four o d um, and all the factory wiring Quite the task, but it um you know is is well deserved it it really just it woke the truck up quite a bit from what it was to uh, you know, I got this cool built transmission and, you know, making about 600 horsepower. Um, and I kind of just, the horsepower bug never really went away. And I kind of just sat down one day and I really just weighed out the numbers. I'm like, you know, these guys at seven threes are, you're really only seeing them bigger numbers with a ton of spray or a boatload of money into the motors. I mean, that. You know, by the time I was at the 73 Jamboree, there, you know, I had billet rods, I had a filled block, I had, you know, all the hardware to go with it to survive, and, uh, machined pistons. Uh, I had a stock cam and stock heads, but uh, I just the dollar amount wasn't adding up for the horsepower. So, basically, when I got back uh, over that that fall, I'd pretty much decided, you know, hey, let's let's bump it up a little bit. I, I had hand and hawed over doing a common rail swap um, for quite a while. Cause I was such a seven, three fan for quite a while. I still love them and we still own a couple of them, but um, you know, the dollar per pound, you know, what you can get out of doing a newer diesel fuel injection swap. Um, it just, the cost way overweighed what i would get out of it, the benefits for it. So, that's why I kind of decided to you know, yank it out, and I, it must have been the perfect time, like the planets aligned, because I had listed my motor for sale, all the parts to go with it, and within a week, every single part, nut and bolt in that truck was sold, except I, I kept the turbo and the Brian's Truck Shop E4OD. Uh, it was a fresh trans at that time. Uh, it was an S475 all right well you know let's call diesel conversion specialists and i'd found a good deal on a blown up five nine i got two motors um for a really good price actually they were mostly complete and i kind of parted those out and made a, a frankenstein out of the two to a, a healthy running stock for the most part common rail uh before i um finished that up i was like you know let's let's add some horsepower i think 800 horsepower would be really cool and be right where the trans is probably happy probably where the turbo would be happy um let you know let's try that so i had 170 percent dual fuelers and kind of just started taking off from there went from a a simple stock cp3 to you know let's add this why not let's add that <laughs> um, it starts
0: to snowball a little bit <laughs> oh god did it
1: <laughs> so i thought i would have been ecstatic with 800 horsepower set and done you know this thing's going to be a missile it's going to be a ton of fun to drive now i was still daily kind of dailying the truck it was is becoming more of a weekend warrior at that point um then I got the truck broken on our dyno here at work, and it did, right off the bat, 900 horsepower. I'm like, well, dang, <laughs> that's pretty cool, and there's still some more on the table. <laughs> so that whole first season, you know, this is a year and a half ago now. It actually isn't all that long, which are where it's transpired to. Um, I was just dialing it in, getting where I wanted. You know, I was having charge air coolers. Um, the piping was... Coming off of the track, because I, I enjoy going to the track um, more than I do dyno. Kind of play with the dynos a lot since we have one here at the shop. But um, I got it pretty well dialed into right where I wanted it. I got it up to 1,130 horse um, last fall. And it survived stock rods with basic bolt-ons, uh, stock CP3s. And, you know, this past winter, I was like, you know what, let's, let's just have some more fun with this thing and, you know, push it, see what I can do. You know, this is a blue-collar build. You know, it's it's just me building it. So over the course of four months, five months now, Uh pulled the motor, and I started off with um, Apex diesel um, triple-beam rods. It's a newer product that hit the market not all too long ago. Um I ended up going to a Force Inductions S480 in the late fall. I kept that. I liked that a lot. And I found a good deal on a, a Garrett GT55, the 94 trim. And I think it's a 112 on the turbine. the a big housing. I uh, kind of just started snowballing from there. Got those mounted up. I was like, no, let's, let's do triples on uh, CP3s. Uh, they're stock displacement, but... Um, Let's, you know, see where that goes. Um, It's currently tuned by um, Zach Fuller at Starlight Diesel. Uh, I actually just fired up the truck the other day. I haven't got it broken in yet. I'm still finishing uh, some couple small odds and ends, but I'm, I'm shooting for you know, 1500 horsepower. So I'm going to see what a stock 5.9 block will take that's not filled um, with quite a bit of fuel to it. You know, it's new Exergy 500%. Um, you know, you get the compounds, uh, the lower ends, all studs. Uh, I had the block drilled for 14 millimeter head studs. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of where it sits right now. And hopefully, I think this Friday is when I'll hit the rollers and get it broken and throw some good fuel to it
0: what's so interesting about your build is how you knew what you wanted and you were able to instead of changing the setup a bunch of times you knew hey this is where this is what i want to do this is the number it hit you know i want to go farther you know going through that process was it something you thought about for a long time or was it just you know kind of a quick decision you made i want 1500 i want 1800 horsepower this is what i'm going to get the parts for or how did all that come together
1: um i guess how you said how the whole bill just starts to snowball um when i first hit my 900 horse mark i was like wow a thousand horsepower really isn't too far off and that that blew my mind coming from <laughs> you know being a 7-3 guy i'm like wow those numbers are like there's a couple guys out there but it's you know, it's with this platform it, it's right there it's in my grasp and the first time i hit a thousand horse i'm like man, I want more. <laughs> you know, it was just a monster on the street. I mean, you're talking four-wheel drive burnouts. It, it's it's like hard to stick to the ground. It, it was, it's intoxicating is, is what it is. So, you know, being a diesel mechanic and we have fun with some trucks here and the performance part of the business, um, you know, I, I'm, my mind's always running. I'm like, hey, maybe I can do this or, hey, I can tweak this or, hey, I have this contact I can utilize so that's kind of where it just went. Um you know, I, I kinda just over probably November when I first pulled the motor up, like, you know what, I get a number in my head, I'm gonna go for it. And I was, that was that's that's that, that fifteen hundred horse mark. And I think that's obtainable for what the motor is. And whether the motor lasts, eh, you know, it, it's a learning experience. But that's what I really enjoy about the build is you know, it's it's mine. I'm the captain of the ship. You know, I'm doing my recipe. It's not XYZ's recipe. So that's, I mean, there's are three stock CP3s, but they have high RPM mods, so I can continue turning 5,000 RPM safely as far as the fuel side. Um, you know, I'm in good contact with a couple tuners I'm using. So, I mean, I think I can make this thing last and have a ton of fun with it, um, you know, making that horsepower number and still being able to hit the track because uh, I have one right next door to our shop, actually. So Friday nights are kind of my test of tune, have some fun, talk to the local guys, and um, you know, try and get that nine second under my belt if I can.
0: When you take the truck out, do you, are, there, are there a lot of diesels that go race, or is it something where you take the truck out? And people are like, "What's this thing doing here?" And then you go out there. Yeah, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So there's there's a lot of um, car guys around here. Few diesels. Um, there's a couple built diesels, you know, uh, high eight, 900 horsepower trucks, maybe only a couple thousand horse trucks, but they don't really make it to this track all that often. But yeah, when I show up with this, you know, purple stock appearing Ford F 250 like, you know, what's this thing going to run? And I, I make my pass like, Whoa, <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> You know, and then all the, the Cummins guys are in line will start coming over and I'm like, dude, are you kidding me, you put a common rail on this thing? So it, it's a conversation piece and that's what yeah. I absolutely love about the truck. I love the conversation that the truck always strikes up with uh, the locals at events or um, you know, any any meets, whatever I'm at, wherever I can bring the truck that's, you know, I I just love to have fun with it really.
0: It's one of the really cool things about I think the diesel community in general, but especially like with your build and you just mentioned you know, there's some Cummins guys out there, or they can even be car guys. that are like, wow, what, you know, what do you have in this thing is being able to take that passion and that excitement for racing and power and being able to share it with other people. And you never know who you inspire with it. You know, somebody might be there, you know, watching or they see the truck and, you know, they're, they just, they catch the bug. And that's how, that's how a lot of us got into it was just going to the track and and seeing what trucks are doing out there
1: some of my most fond memories of hitting the track or i mean although i've never really done it competitively at least yet um is just being able to strike up conversation with some guy even in you know an import where these guys tend to clash or butt heads you know you kind of all get together like dude that's cool you know I, here's what i did or here's what you can do or here's what my buddy did or you know stuff like that, I and mean, being able to talk to a guy with a completely stock truck or stock car, and like it was a pleasure talking to you. Or you know, here's my experience, and you know stuff like that. Just being able to talk to guys, it's it is a it's it's a lot
0: of fun. That's one of the coolest parts of I think doing this podcast every week is there's so many people that want help, and they either don't know where to get it or how to find it. And I know somebody's going to be listening to to your episode and they're going to be like, I have that same truck and I've always wanted to put a common rail in it. And they're probably going to reach out to you on Instagram. and want to pick your brain. I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) But for those out there that are, they're thinking about doing this, they might be, it may be hesitant or they don't have the, the technical knowledge or or don't know how to work on it. What are some tips that you would give somebody out there who needs a little bit of help to be able to make this kind of, you know, this dream happen, build this truck that they want.
1: Um, you know, with a, I, I would come up with a very clear budget, here's you can't afford or a timeline or here's, you know, gather your resources, who you know, what you know, what you have on the table to use. Um, and I would, I, I would really utilize those as best as you possibly can. Um, if you know any guys online that are friendly to talk to, I would, I would give them a shout out. Uh, I mean, as far as like wiring or any of that, you have, you know, diesel conversion specialists who I've used, um, a few times. They actually did my, my wiring harness. That's where I got my conversion kit from. And they were a tremendous help as far as any kind of simple, uh, tech support questions or, uh, quickly getting back to me. So, I mean, that and, you know, the forums are still a great tool to use, um, you know there's a lot of great info i know a lot of guys aren't really as active on them as they used to be um facebook has kind of taken over that but i mean there's still a ton of good information out there so but if you know what you want it's certainly obtainable it's definitely doable um just take your time gather your parts gather your knowledge uh grab a good couple of buddies and you know pick a day a weekend here or there and just kind of chip away at a time um I mean, I had my swap done in probably three months flat from deciding to do the swap, gathering parts and doing it. Um, I already had some of the knowledge there, how to do the swap, but um, kind of I took my time, you know, weekends or a couple hours here and there at night and chipped away at it until I got exactly what I wanted and then, you know, you fine-tune it and sculpt it from there.
0: And it's not afraid to ask for help, whether it's you know calling a company or you know a, uh, you know somebody who makes a part, or maybe they specialize in a conversion, or even on the racing side, you know what kind of suspension setup, or you know the the tuners that are out there that have you know tuned tons of trucks like this, and they can they can help. Mm-hmm. So I think as, as truck guys, sometimes we think oh, I don't need any help. I can you know kind of do it all myself. But you know we all we all do in different ways, and there's a lot of great resources. Right. that I mean, are out there.
1: There's a tremendous amount of knowledge out there and the guys that are willing to help you and give that information away, that knowledge or assist or point is, is such a huge help. You know, some guys like to keep it all a secret, but, I mean, there's really no fun in that. I mean, you don't have to give away your trade secrets, but, hey, I, I did this and I experienced this. I think you should do that. You know, it's, I think if a lot more people were like that, that truck community can be a whole lot more friendly. Not saying it's not, but there's a, some guys that like to bash or quickly turn you down. It's, you know, just just have fun with it. You know, be a tight knit community. You know, and enjoy it.
0: One of the other cool parts about doing podcasts with people all over is I love to ask them, "What's the you know the truck scene, the racing, the event scene like in their particular region?" Now, in in the region you're in, are, are you seeing it grow? Are you seeing you know, different places where you can go, drag race, sled pull, dino events, just different things like that?
1: Um, I think over the past couple of years, a a few more events have popped up. Um, As far as drag racing, pretty much the same events. Like we have diesel nationals over here. Great, great event. Awesome. Uh, A few other small ones here and there that we have pleasure um, partaking in as far as being part of the dino crew. Um, but as far as sled poles, there, there's a few, uh, I definitely want to get into it more. Um, but there's, it's, I think it's growing. Uh, you got these younger guys that are, that are definitely starting to get into it. And, you know, I think they're starting to turn their heads away from, you know, the whole coal rolling thing to, Hey, let's, let's actually build this thing correctly. Let me, let me add, this tuner instead of that tuner. Let's build the platform correctly.
0: It seems like over the last few years as well with, I think some of the events that are out there, like Ultimate Callout Challenges, one where it really pushed the envelope of power and all the, I think, innovation and strategy that has come from events like that, that like the trucks that are being built now, even by the younger people that are just getting into it, they're light years ahead of where they were like 10, 15 years ago. And it's so exciting to anticipate, you know, what's the rest of this year hold? What does next year hold? What's these platforms that people thought were, were kind of dead, aren't whether it's yeah. a six liter or, you know, people that are doing things with seven threes or five, nine stuff, six, seven stuff, yep. the, the Duramaxes that are out there. It's really exciting.
1: Definitely. Um, especially the call ultimate call challenge. I think that helps spawn, um, some events such as like King of Street Challenge, where it's not so much the the big name guys, uh, big shops that are going to be the only contenders. Um, I actually signed up for the King of Street Challenge. I'm really really excited to do that because I think the truck's gonna be well rounded for it. But I mean, you got these guys that aren't all high budget, big dollar builds, and you know anyone can enter, and the biggest guy doesn't win it. So I it's going to be a big help with events like that and help growing the diesel community and the the sport that we love.
0: The King of the Street Challenge is something I'm really looking forward to. We had done an episode on it earlier this year, and just hearing about how it's set up and exactly what you said, just the biggest power number doesn't mean you're going to win it. There's so much that goes into it, and they're they're street-driven trucks, which is what we all want. <laughs> we want to be able yeah. to drive them. I mean, it's cool to trailer stuff places, but we want to drive it. We want to enjoy
1: what we've worked on and
0: what we spent our money on.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's, I think it's going to, like I said, I think it's going to help continue to spawn these events where the biggest guy doesn't win. But I mean, you get events like that, that offer a little bit of everything that there kind of is to offer and have a great time with these guys and talk and share stories or, Um, look at who's got this set up and what works, what doesn't work. Um, you know, just help the, the vast of knowledge expand out there.
0: You got a lot of cool pictures and videos of your truck on your page for our listeners out there that are on Instagram. How can they find you and check out your truck build and, and videos and things you're going to be posting throughout the year?
1: Yeah. Um, my Instagram is, um, at the PPE common rail. And it's it's pretty much just for the truck. So, you know, just the other morning as simple as a quick picture in the morning when I'm leaving, I'm like, hey, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> or my my the latest piping design or the videos of cold starts, whatever, it's all there. But that or um, Facebook is, I, I put a lot of stuff up on there. You know, if you look me up, Steven Giordano, um, you'll see recent posts from what I'm doing at work or just working on the, the PPE.
0: It's really, it really cool to um, to hear about this, this build. Kind of just like we're at an event and we're just talking about it. And, you know, seeing the truck. And there's not a ton of trucks out there like yours. It's, it's unique in what you've done with it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what it does throughout the year and the King of the Street Challenge and just... You know, when you get that nine-second pass, you gotta you got to hit us up, let us know. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely.
1: I'll, I'll definitely keep everyone updated. Um, I just love putting simple things out there. Like, I'm just your average guy, just trying to have some fun and push the envelope when I can, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, we're, uh, we're sure that it'll do well and you'll hit that uh, that, that speed that you're looking for. And we appreciate your time today and, and sharing your build with us and, and our listeners.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure to head on over to DansDieselPerformance.com. Check out the complete lineup those guys have for drop-in turbos. Summer's right around the corner. It's going to be you know, time to tow the toys uh, out on vacation. And lowering your EGTs, making a bit more power, having a bit more fun is going to be part of that. Make sure you check check out what they got. And also Fleece Performance. Fleece Performance, their drop-in lift pump, is it's sweet. We hear from a lot of people out there what a simple install it is and and what a big difference that it makes with performance and being able to you know, make a bit more torque whether it's for towing or it's or it's for racing anything like that till next time keep the shiny side up